Oh man, uh, what do you say? What do you even say after that one? I've got a lot to say. And we'll talk about it here on the Chief Zone Podcast. Very short edition of the Chief Zone Podcast. No ending segments. We will not be going around the NFL out of bounds. And I won't be doing the penalty flag segments. Just simply a recap podcast due to time constraints. Doing this on a late Thursday night. It'll be up early Friday morning. Uh, a lot to get into in this podcast, though, man. And we've got no time to waste. Welcome into the Chief Zone Podcast. I'm Farzee Vasugi. And I appreciate you guys downloading listening to this episode of the Chief Zone Podcast. Interact with me on Facebook, facebook.com slash and Give it a like. Follow me on Twitter, at Farzine21. And you guys can also email me, Farzine at farzinevesugian.com. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Share it on social media. Let a friend know about the podcast. All right. Uh, this is this is heartbreaking. Uh, by the way, I did the Facebook Live at halftime and during post game. Went very well. Appreciate all of you guys who were a part of that. A lot of fun uh, to talk to you guys. Wish we were talking about other, other things, uh, better endings at least. Uh, look, I'm, I'm just going to say this right now about this Chiefs team because you started the season 5-0 and by committing so many penalties and you did it without so many key players, all the injuries that the Chiefs are dealing with this season. So this is no excuse to lose a football game. You started 5-0 and without Eric Berry and your number two cornerback in Steven Nelson, who was really coming strong uh, coming into this year. I mean, you, you've you've done some damage against teams without some of your best players. So this is no excuse for the Chiefs to, to fall the way they did like this. There's no excuse to lose like this on a short week. A short week is not an excuse to give the Raiders... How many opportunities? Was it 3, 4, 10? I don't know. That many opportunities with zero seconds on the clock? That's not That's not a short week problem. It's not a Thursday night football rant. And listen, I mean, give props to the Raiders. They wanted it more. That's the That's the damn truth right there. It hurts, but that's that's the truth. It really is. Look, I can talk about Alex Smith. 342 yards, three touchdowns, 15 touchdowns, no interceptions on the season, which is great. I mean, at the end of the day, though, this is not what this Chiefs team is supposed to do. You look at Amari Cooper, 210 yards, two touchdowns, surpassing his season total coming into this game, 11 receptions in this game. Amari Cooper came out of nowhere this year in this game. And, and look, people want to say bad luck on Thursday Night Football at, at, at the Black Hole. Sure, possibly. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the Marcus Peters putting a receiver in, like, one of those UFC rear naked chokeholds uh, on a deep pass. You can't do that. You're going to be penalized for that. Um, you know, I disagree strongly with the penalty that Marcus Peters was given on the on the late hit or helmet-to-helmet hit. On uh, on da- da- uh, David Carr, or excuse me, Derek Carr. Strongly disagreed with that. But on certain things, man, like Justin Houston, his finger just got caught right there on that face mask. You can't let things like that happen. You just can't. You've got to know where your hands are at all times and know where you're putting them. You can't let it get caught in the face mask. You just can't. At the end of the game, the Chiefs punted the football to the Raiders they go three and out when they probably should have marched down the field for a touchdown and a chew-up clock. Instead, on a three and out, they punt it back to the Chiefs. Oh, the Chiefs decide to just 
run out the clock, which is fine. That I agree with. But they couldn't even get a first down out of that. And they punted it right back to Oakland to give them another chance. And then, of course, we know the rest of the story. They got all the way to the end zone. Jared Cook got that touchdown grab. They they turned it over. Raiders have it at the one. Touchdown Raiders, a push off the back 10 yards. And then the Chiefs committing uh, two penalties, bringing them to the five, then to the two and a half. And then eventually letting the Raiders get every opportunity possible to win this football game. That's the story. We don't need to go over all these stats in this game. In Kansas City, they disappeared in the fourth quarter. They scored 10 points in each quarter of this football game. Not bad. 10 points per per quarter up until the fourth. I mean, 30 is a good number to put up. It really is. But at the end of the day, all the newspapers, all the radio stations, both locally and nationally, they're all going to be talking about the final four or five plays of that football game. That's the story right there. The Chiefs didn't want this football game in the end. And look, is there luck involved in this sport? Absolutely. Look at the luck that Antonio Brown had when he when Philip Gaines couldn't come away with that interception. He grabs the pass and goes all the way for for a touchdown. I mean, that's just uh, there. There's luck in that. Of course, part of it you practice those tip drills, similar with Albert Wilson in the touchdown pass that he got. And again, I mean, there are some positives to talk about from this game. Of course, you know, Tyree Kill, phenomenal game from him. Six catches for 125 yards and a great touchdown on, on a great play. Uh, Alex Smith already threw the ball, almost like he knew Tyree Kill was going to torch the defender and just run all the way for a touchdown. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of great things to talk about in this game. Travis Kelsey, four catches, 33 yards. Uh, not a lot, but... Had that nice touchdown catch. Also had a big catch on third down to move the chains in the game at one point. Uh, I mean, the Chiefs did some great things in this football game. And it all came for nothing because Kansas City could not close out this football game. That's the most frustrating part. And look, Oakland gave Kansas City opportunities to win in the end. When Jared Cook was down at the one and then the push off, uh, that, that interference right there. I think if you're a Raiders fan, you have to be pacing around your living room, wondering, are we going to win this game? And Chiefs fans were wondering, are we going to win this game? Uh, But listen, at the end of the day, I'm seeing people blame the refs. Do not blame this on the refs. It's not the referee's fault that they have to throw a flag on Marcus Peters. What was he doing? A rear naked choke, essentially, in midair. It's not their fault that Players on the defense, Eric Murray, everyone else involved, that they just kept committing penalties and giving the Raiders all these opportunities in the end. And by the way, a lot of people are are talking about Bob Sutton. I said this last podcast, and I said this on the live video on Facebook. Bob Sutton is one of the most praised head coaches by a lot of people who are former coaches, players, scouts. Bob Sutton is one of the most praised defensive coordinators in the game. It's not Bob Sutton's fault that the players are committing these penalties. It's not Sutton's fault that these players gave the Raiders 10,000 lives in the end. This is not on Bob Sutton. This is purely on the... If you want to blame Bob Sutton on the tackling and all the yards given up, fine. That's a fair point. But don't be blaming Bob Sutton for the penalties. That's You've got to coach him up and let him know that they can't be doing those things and teach him how to do it right. But there's no reason for Marcus Peters to, to, to do things like that. Just no way. 
The other thing I want to mention too here is a lot of people want to blame the refs and talk about all these bad calls and missed calls. There were a lot of missed calls on both teams. The Chiefs got away with a lot of things in this football game, as is, as did the Raiders. So you can't uh, you can't sit here and blame it on, on the refs because you lost. Um, there were just bad missed calls on both teams. I'm just going to say that right now. I'm not going to have this discussion on the podcast because uh, there's just no place for that. There really isn't. Kareem Hunt kind of slowing down a little bit. Hasn't attacked a whole lot on the ground. He did have another 100-plus uh, yard game from scrimmage if you include his receiving stats. I mean, he's a nice three-dimensional weapon. He really is. But you want to see him go off and come away with some some of those long runs that he had earlier on in the season to, to start things off. We haven't seen a lot of that from him lately. So he's been a little quiet lately when it comes to long runs uh, for the Chiefs. But as far as everything else goes, man... Uh, the offense was great. They really were. The defense, they came away with, with a couple of key stops at some point, but uh, you allowed the Raiders to convert on fourth down on, on that fourth and long play when they were uh, at midfield and got to the midfield of Kansas City side and then eventually marched down to the end zone when they got all those chances. So that's the story about this football game. And listen, I said this last podcast, and I said this on the live video after the Steelers game. People said I was overreacting. Guys, this this has a storybook written of a possible downward spiral. Kansas City's got a lot of players missing. And I said earlier, that's not an excuse, but you're starting to see that come into play. Somebody on the Facebook Live mentioned that the bend don't break is now starting to hurt Kansas City really badly. And that's a very great point. It really is. Teams are starting to figure out that you can move the football on this team. You just got to be able to score in the red zone against this team. That is where other teams have struggled, and that's why Kansas City won so many games because of the red zone defense. They allowed a lot of yards but didn't allow a lot of points, and now we're starting to see this defense allow a lot of points. We have not seen that from this defense on a consistent basis in years past. I think they were only blown out once, and that was the Steelers game last year. Two years ago... In 2015, they got they got they allowed a lot of points during that one and five start. But after that, they did not allow teams to light it up on the scoreboard. So this is a football. In 2014, they never allowed a team to score more than 30 points. This football team, defensively, they've got great players all around. Still, even without Eric Berry and Steven Nelson, but they're not coming together very well. You're not seeing them play as well as they did earlier on. Chris Jones has been very quiet. Justin Houston hasn't been as dominant. D Ford. You only see flashes from him, not necessarily the great hot start he had last year in, in the first half, but it's starting to come back and hurt this team. Teams are starting to figure it out. The Ra- I said this last podcast. I said this. The Steelers did a great job moving the football. They didn't do a good job of finding ways to score and, and blow the Chiefs out when they should have. The Raiders did exactly what the Steelers did. What was the biggest difference? The Raiders found ways to get into, into the end zone consistently. The the Steelers didn't. That's why the Steelers couldn't even put up 20 on the, on the Chiefs. The Raiders put up 31. And you've got to give a lot of credit to Jack Del Rio, head coach of the Oakland Raiders, because that is a coaching move right there. Figuring out exactly what other teams were able to do against an undefeated team, the last team to lose a football game, and how do you implement that and do a better job? Jack Del Rio figured out a way to do that. And Andy Reid got out coaching this football game. He just did. And the Chiefs have no one to blame but themselves. No one to blame. 
I think there's a valid question. I, I think you've got to go back to to the film room and just ask these these players, especially guys on the defense on that final drive, do you want to win? Because the Chiefs did not look like a football team that wanted to win a football game. They didn't look like it in the end there. They just did it. I actually shouted at my TV asking, do we want to win this football game? Very unfortunate thing to ask. A silly question, but that that there seemed to be every reason to want to ask that. And look, I did the Facebook Live video, and I've done a few live videos with you guys after games. Um, and hopefully we can do them more often. I've never gotten that many comments after a game before. Never. You can talk about losing to a kicker in the playoffs. You can talk about last week's loss. You can talk about any of the other heartbreaking loss the Chiefs have had. Uh, this one stings more, and I think it has more to do, not necessarily how it ended, but more so who it happened against. Like, if this was the Cowboys in a couple weeks instead, Chiefs fans would still be pissed off, but not the, not not in this manner. I mean, th- th- that's an NFC game. This is a divisional game. And the Raiders now kind of f- find themselves back in the hunt because they're 3-4, and four, and the Chiefs have lost two in a row. And the Chiefs have lost to two AFC teams, one being a divisional team, of course, in the Raiders. And look, the, the Raiders, by the way, they just snapped a four-game losing streak. They were, I said this last podcast, they were hungry for a win. And what did they do? They found a way to beat Kansas City in this game. That's the unfortunate part. This, this team really wanted this football game more than the Chiefs. I, I hate to say that. I hate to use that term because they, 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 they all want to win. They do. But when you play like that in the end, you, you, you've you got to give people a reason to, to believe that you wanted to win. And truly, at, at the end of the day, I cannot sit there and tell myself that the Chiefs wanted to win this football game defensively. They gave the Raiders every chance possible to come away with a win in that one. They really did. They really did. Uh, look, I mean, time of possession, fairly, fairly... Even uh, the Chiefs had it by just 36 seconds. Total yards in this game: Oakland 505, Kansas City 425. No turnovers in this game. The Chiefs did get a takeaway, and I forgot to mention this: the Chiefs did get a takeaway on that crazy, weird fumble where it looked like Carr was handing the football to Justin Houston. But uh, Eric Murray commits a holding penalty right there, and the one time where you finally do something right. To get your defense on track, you see the you, you see someone else on the defense screwed it all up, and, and the Raiders get a new set of downs, and they keep the football. Look at the first down numbers: thirty-two to nineteen. Oakland dominated that category. Just tough. I mean, you cannot find me a team that can provide this many opportunities, not shut the game down when they should have. And win football games. Listen, when you're up 30 to 24 and you force a three and out and you get the football back, you've got to score. Even if it's just a field goal. A field goal makes it a two-possession game. We wouldn't even be having this conversation. And that's the most unfortunate part for me as a, as a fan. Because there, there was every reason that the Chiefs should have won. But when they couldn't get a first down on that final offensive drive and had to give it back after forcing a three and out, which by the way was a very tall order for the Chiefs to do in the first place in this game, but they were able to do it and the offense didn't do anything to to respond to that, which is crazy because 
it's the offense that's been carrying the football team. In past years, it's been the defense, and now we're seeing it flip the other way around, and when the defense finally does something right to give the offense a chance to close out the game, the offense can't deliver. The Chiefs get conservative on that, and that's a coaching thing right there, too. So, listen, uh, offense, defense, special teams I don't really have a problem with in this game. I thought special teams did a fine job. Uh, Harrison Butker continued to do his thing. He's, of course, a bright spot on this football team, but... uh, Coaching, man, I think more than anything, the Chiefs got outcoached in this football game. That's the biggest thing right there. That's the biggest thing. Penalties fairly even, too, by the way. Eight for the Chiefs, nine for the Raiders. Raiders had 97 yards, and the Chiefs had 108 yards. So, look, uh, again, I'm just going to repeat myself one last time. You have nobody to blame but yourself. Kansas City has to take responsibility for this, which I know Andy Reid will say after every loss. You've got 11 days to prepare for Denver on a Monday night football game. Figure it out. Because there were two ways that the Chiefs have lost completely unacceptable. They disappeared for almost that entire Steelers game. And the way you lose this game to the Raiders, you you can't lose football games like this and expect to have a good season. Kansas City's 5-2. That's the good news. Still alive. Still first place in the division, but listen, if you don't get something going here, Denver's going to take over. Maybe Oakland catches up. Maybe San Diego could even make it interesting. So the Chiefs have got to find a way to do something because there's a chance for them to build at least some sort of a gap. They can play the Broncos in 11 days on Monday Night Football and build a lead in the division, something they desperately need. You've got two tough opponents in the Broncos and the Cowboys coming up. You've got to win those football games. And if you're Andy Reid, you know these players are pissed off. Andy Reid is pissed off. Everyone's got to look in the mirror and say, do we want to win? That's what this Chiefs team has got to do. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and on Google Play. Share it on social media. Helps the podcast. Let a friend know about the podcast. Facebook.com slash Farzivazugan. Big thanks to all of you who interacted with, with me during the Facebook Live on halftime and after the game. I won't be able to do that for the next game during the Broncos. I mentioned last podcast, I'm going to be on a flight. I'll probably be off the airplane. Uh, but I, because I'm watching on a plane and I may miss a couple minutes here and there, uh, I, I won't be able to give a valid review of the game. I'm going to have to rewatch it essential, eventually. Uh, I'll have it DVR'd at home, so I'll, I'll catch up after I unpack and then do a podcast. Uh, I'll tell you, I'll let you guys know the schedule eventually because I know when I come back, that's also a short week for the Chiefs. We may do a recap and a preview podcast all in one that week, but stay tuned. However, we will be doing a podcast for tomorrow, Saturday, so there will be a special podcast tomorrow. Something that I think is worth talking about. Kind of rough timing because the Chiefs have a two-game losing streak, but this subject needs to be addressed. Check out the podcast tomorrow. You'll see what that's about. Uh, there will not be uh, the same segments that we do to close out the show. We won't have those tomorrow either. Uh, in fact, it might even be the same amount of length as this podcast. Facebook.com slash Farzine So give me a like on there on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter at Farzine21 and email me Farzine at FarzineVesugian.com. Look, it sucks, but you're 5-2. and two, Still time to figure it out. No excuses here. Just take blame for this. Go back to the film room. Go back to practice. Figure it all out. Andy Reid's a guy who can figure things out and turn things around. He was able to do it with a 1-5 and five start, so sh- certainly, surely he can do it with this team that's standing at 5-2 and two right now. Till then, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow on the podcast. Take care.